When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and shine everybody it is jay scott this is the hook rocks the ultimate rock community podcast welcome to a morning edition i think this is the first episode i've ever released early in the morning and i don't know if you guys are up yet or you know you haven't had your coffee but please get your coffee get your donut get your bagel make an omelet make some eggs have a bowl of cheerios raisin bran depending on what age you are bran flakes Enjoy it, get ready for the day, and we're going to talk the new Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen album, which I'm really excited to tell you about and give you my thoughts. Before we begin, though, I'd like to mention that we are part of the Pantheon Podcast family, the network of music podcasts. You can find fellow podcasters, Vinny Apice, Carmen Apice, Mistress Carrie out there in Boston, shout out Loudcast, Cobras and Fire, and Martin Popoff, the rock and roll historian. I think I've had all of them on my show except for Vinny and Carmine, which I hope to at some point in the future. But check out those podcasts and many others on Pantheon Podcasts. You can find them on the, on the interwebs at PantheonPodcast.com. You can follow them on Twitter, Pantheon Pods, and also like them on Facebook. You can also do the same here for The Hook Rocks. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at The Hook Rocks. You can find new episodes and all of our old catalog anywhere you podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever. We're we're approaching 250 episodes, so we're really excited about that. And June 25th is our two-year anniversary, so I can't believe I've been doing it this long. I mean, this started out as like, Eh, I'll do a podcast. 
And here I am two years later, almost 250 episodes in, still loving this, still loving talking music with all of you. Great guests, great interviews. Keep looking forward, right? But like us, you know, subscribe to us wherever you do podcast. Write us a review. Tell us what you think. We always appreciate the feedback. So as you grab your coffee, I don't know if you take cream, sugar, almond milk. Got to get caffeinated. I understand. It's a long day ahead of you. But let's start the day off right. And let's start the day off with talking about an album that myself and many of my followers, lots of rock and roll fans all over have been anticipating for a long time. This album, when we were talking about new releases in 2021, this is one of the ones that I circled as highly, I'm highly anticipating and can't wait to listen to it. Just want to get a couple things out of the way first before we talk about the music. I know there's a lot of opinions out there on social media. And I know that we like to compare new artists to what we've heard before, especially people my age and older. I'm 46. If you're looking for this album to be an extension of the Van Halen catalog, like a continuation, I wouldn't expect that if I were you. I would, I, would not, I would not think that that's going to happen. And you're going to be disappointed if that's what, you're, that's what you think you're walking into. The legacy that Wolfgang is carrying is not Van Halen, the band's legacy. It's the legacy of his father and his grandfather before him as musicians, as creators of music. And he's forging his own path. He has mentioned that, and I don't know how many interviews I've seen with him. He's not looking to be a Van Halen clone. He's looking to do his own thing. I admire that because there's always going to be the temptation to play it safe. By him going out on his own, it really shows you what he's about. It really shows you that he wants to create his own identity which again is admirable. And for those that were hoping for that Van Halen sound, my advice to you before you play this record is to have a clear mind, have no expectation, and just hit play and listen. I know we've heard, I think it's been six songs that he's released, and all those songs have been phenomenal. You can kind of tell what direction or where this album's going to be in terms of music, in terms of what's what it's going to be like. I know I call this a review of the album, but I don't consider myself a journalist. I don't consider myself some, you know, snobby music reviewer. I review music or I talk about music that I like. I never review something in tell you I don't like something because in my belief there's enough trolls on any social media platform that will without hesitation tell you why they don't like it and why you shouldn't like it and why it stinks that's up to them to do that that's not what I do I believe music is really subjective so each listener 
has to decide on their own whether they like something or not. Rock and roll has never been about the approval of critics. So when if you are a rock and roll fan and you're interested to what critics think about an album, that's not rock and roll. Rock and roll doesn't give a shit about the critics. Okay? It's always been about the fans. It's always been about the rock and roll fan base. Music can also change as you evolve as a person, right? So when you say something stinks or something's bad in 2021, five years from now, you may hear it and it may hit you completely different. And you actually may like it. That happens a lot more than people think. That's why you should always be open to listening to things that maybe you didn't like years ago that maybe because of the life you've experienced or the things that you're going through, maybe the things that you were going through back then didn't allow you for that music to hit you the way it should have been. Where now, if you turn, if you put it on, it's completely different. It's like listening to a whole new band or artist again. So keep that in mind next time you listen to critics and don't let critics guide you into what you should listen to and what you shouldn't listen to. And again, I am not a music journalist. And when I say a review, it's basically me basically me going to be fawning over something that I love and I like. And I got to tell people about it when I like something. You can listen to any episode that I've, I've done. The most negative thing I will say about a song or an album that I hear that maybe isn't hitting me right now is... I always say I haven't connected with it yet or I never connected with it. Not saying it's bad, not saying it's good. I just have never connected with it. Okay? That doesn't mean at some point in the future I will, but at that moment I haven't yet. And I'm not going to get on my podcast and use this platform to tell you oh this sucks. Oh, this is so boring. Oh, this no, no that's not what I'm here for. So Please don't feel like I'm some music reviewer or whatever. I just tell you what I like. And I'm about to tell you something that I really, really like. Because this album by Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen is unbelievable. It's awesome. The first thing I always do whenever I listen to an album, the first thing that catches my ear is how it sounds sonically how it's mixed, how it's engineered. The worst place to listen to music is on your laptop, especially if you don't have good speakers connected to it. That's never going to give you a true feel of how an album sounds sonically. So if you've got a good set of headphones or if you've got good speakers in your car or if you've got a good stereo or you know whatever, I always advise listening to it by that because you can hear something on a laptop or MacBook and you can hear the drums, you know, the drums will be like, oh, that sounds like someone's hitting a, like, a, like a seat cushion. But you put it in on your car, on a stereo, it sounds completely different. Sonically, this album is A+. It is absolutely unreal. The way the, the album moves, the way it grabs you, the way it sounds, the way it filters in and, and, and your ears absorb it. It is A+. plus. How does the music sound? How 
how's Wolfgang's playing on this? Because he does play every instrument and he sings. As far as the drumming goes, holy shit. He is a world-class drummer. He is absolutely phenomenal. I don't know what else, like how else to describe it, but his drumming is off the charts. It is fantastic. I love it when a mix of an album really brings the drums out and doesn't have the drums hide or be muffled. The drums, I wouldn't say are front and center, but man, the drums, the way they kick, really drives the album. And his bass playing is also incredible. With both of them, the drumming and the bass playing, it's like a locomotive. I mean, it just keeps the beat and the rhythm sections just, it just, man, it's just unbelievable. And his guitar playing is fantastic. His voice is awesome. He is the complete package, without a doubt. When you heard people speak about this album, for those that have heard it over the last few years, every once in a while you'd read an article where, I think it was Mark Tremonti or maybe some other people, I could be wrong, maybe it wasn't Mark, but I think it was, but said they heard it and it was great. And his own father, wait till you hear this record. It doesn't let you down. It really is good. Every song on here is interesting. And when you have 14 songs on an album and you keep every one of them interesting where none of them are filler, it says something about the artist who's putting it together. This album was crafted to be excellent. It was meticulously put together. And for those that feel like they can't, you know, based on the songs that they heard or Maybe they said it's overproduced. It is not overproduced. It is not. I know what people talk about when they say things are, are overcompressed or the compression is, is too much. It's not. It is not. You feel the room when you're listening to this record. There are so many influences that you hear on this record that there really isn't a defining influence where you can say, oh, it sounds like this. Oh, it reminds me of this. I can't think of anything that I he- I've heard on this album that I can say definitively, this album reminds me of this band. There's a little bit of Foo Fighters. There's a little bit of Tool. There's some other things going on too as well. As far as the Van Halen influence, it's there. You can hear it in certain moments. It's definitely not front and center. I mean, sometimes the way he attacks a note on guitar or maybe, you know, the distortion on a note or the way he plays certain things. Yeah, you can you can feel the kind of that Van Halen vibe, maybe in an arrangement or two, but that's really it. You can hear it. It's kind of like there, but it's not it it doesn't take the lead on anything. And there really isn't an influence that really does. It it really does mesh several different styles together seamlessly. It's so layered. You know, think about a guy who's painting, a guy or a gal who's painting, an artist, and, they, and, they, and they're in front of a canvas and they're painting. They start with their base 
and they start with you know, adding layers to the painting and whatever they're trying to depict in their art. It's this album is so layered. There's so much going on with each song, and for music fans, for rock fans, you should be stoked about that. This this is an album that every time you listen to it, you hear something more. It's almost like that movie that you watch that you love that you've seen. 30 times, 40 times, 100 times, and every time you watch it, something else happens that maybe you didn't appreciate the first 50 times you watched it, but now now you've maybe finally got a joke or maybe you finally understood the setup of a scene. I compare that to this album because I've listened to it now probably about seven or eight times, and each time I'm noticing something different. And the way the songs play out and the way they're arranged and the way they sound, I feel like as I continue to listen to this album, I will always find something that maybe I didn't hear the first time, the second time, the third time, whatever. Because between the mix, between the playing on this record, between the lyrics, between the singing, between putting together all these influences that he does so seamlessly and how each song just really it captivates you you know like you always know when you hear an album there's always a couple songs that are put on there just to to fill that's why they call them filler and you kind you can identify those songs pretty quickly usually on the first you know one to two maybe three spins there's no filler on this at all i mean every song Every one of the 14 gems that are on this album are an absolute treasure. And I love music. You guys all know that. And I talk about music a lot with several different guests. And we talk about albums. We always do our album reviews every quarter. Then we do the big one at the end of the year. I I just am so impressed with this record because... We live in an age that there's so many things pulling us in different directions and we get distracted very easily. This is an album that you want to tune out the distractions and just listen because it's so pleasurable in so many ways. In terms of just, like I said, sonically and just the arrangements and the interesting journey each song is, he's done a fantastic job. Wolfie's done an amazing job. I'd love to talk to him about where or how he planned this album out and, and what what was the direction he wanted to go into and if there were any changes in any of the directions that he went with, you know, with the songs and and um you know the writing of the music, just how how he recorded this and what he wanted to do. And, you know, is this final product that we're hearing is this what he heard initially when he, when he was putting this together putting the album together you know as you know every musician always talks about hearing a song in their head and being able to play it and perform it just as they heard it this album took a bit to record it it was a long period of time that 
you know, he, he did this. I mean, I, I heard back as far as, you know, 2016, 2017 of him working on an album. Now, you know, working on an album and having a finished product are two different things, but he has been working on this for a long time, probably before most of us even heard he was working on it. But, you know, for him to have all these elements in his music like this, it, it's just... This is an album that people have been around for a long time. Bands or artists dream of making. The album kicks off with Mr. Ed, and it really does set up the album sonically. The beginning, it really does pull you in. It really hooks you. No pun intended. We go on to Horribly Right, which another great song. I mean... Again, I'd like to tell you what these songs remind me of in terms of what bands that you're familiar with, but it's difficult to do because there really isn't a driving influence in this. You know, I mean, we've talked about bands on this on this program, on this show, that sound like this band or sound like that band because there's a definitive influence in their music that makes you believe that. If somebody finds that, please message me. Please comment on my social media. Tell me what you hear because there's so many influences and that's the cool thing, man. It's just, it, it, it just merges everything perfectly. Don't back down. Resolve is one of my favorite songs. You'll be the one I like. Mammoth is just fantastic tune as well. Circles is a really interesting song on the album and that it really kind of is is one of the few songs that kind of goes off on its own path um in terms of just the style stylistically um it is a fantastic song it's got the arrangement is really cool it's very new wave-ish too as well there's there's definitely some 80s john hughes soundtrack music elements in there too as well Maybe you'll listen to it. Maybe you'll you'll agree or disagree. But I do enjoy it because it's a nice way to kind of bridge the first part of the album into the second part because it kind of it kind of interrupts the journey a little bit of the songs, gives you a little bit something different, and then moves on to right back where it was with the song, the big picture. Think it over is. One of my favorite songs, even when it was released as a single, the melody of Think It Over is so beautiful. As my 16-year-old son said, the youth rocks, it's his favorite song in 2021. So I dig that song a lot. You're To Blame, the single, one of the singles that was released, great, great vibe to it. Feel. Feel was interesting. When I heard it first, it, was, it didn't connect with me right away. Um, but when I started listening to the album as a whole and I put on some really good headphones and I plugged in, I have a whole new appreciation for that song. It is badass in the way it develops, in the way it, I talk a lot about journeys and paths when I listen to music. That's kind of the analogies that I like to use. I like, I like feeling like I'm on a journey with each song. Stone. I mentioned his drumming. Listen to Stone. It, it's incredible. And, of course, it ends with the tribute to his father, Distance. Uh, 
which is a perfect song about mourning and a perfect song about accepting fate and why we accept fate. I think we've all lost someone close to us where we can all relate to it. And I know it's a song for his father and dedicated to his father, but for those that have gone through the mourning process and gone through that difficult time, it's really a song that we can all relate to because we've all experienced it in one way or the other. That's my thoughts on the album, folks. Um, I don't want to get too much of a rundown of each song because I want everyone to listen on their own. I'm just kind of giving you my thoughts, each song, each journey. I don't want to be too explicit with them because I want you to experience what I experienced in knowing a little bit about the music but not really knowing what to expect entirely and then just being knocked on my ass because it's so good. So when this album comes out Friday and it drops at midnight, stay home Friday, absorb it, call in sick, and just let it roll over and over again because it really deserves that. It really deserves your attention as a music fan, as a rock fan, to hear the legacy that he's continuing, like I said, from his father and his grandfather. He's carving his own path. He's definitely successful in doing so with this album. And I wish him continued success. I'd love to have him on the show and talk to him about it and talk to him about just how he put this all together. Because for him to do this um, on his own and do everything is remarkable. And it's inspiring. I hope you enjoy it as much as I have. It, um, it'll be out Friday, June 11th. You got to give it the car test. Don't forget to give it the car test either. That means like after you listen to it like 10 times in your house, you got to go and drive somewhere and just listen to it. Because then if it passes the car test, it passed my car test and it should pass yours. You know, because when you're cruising, that's the way to listen to a record. Go get the debut album, Mammoth. WVH, anywhere you stream, anywhere you get your music, go buy it. Buy the physical copy. I know there's vinyl available. There's CDs available. He's going to be on tour with Guns N' Roses, which my son is like, yeah, we got to go. We got to get tickets for that, which we are. I'm just excited for him, man. I, I just think this is just a a great introduction, fantastic introduction to him as a musician and what we can expect down the road. But let's focus on this for time or for the moment. And enjoy your weekend with this album when it comes out Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm a music fan, not a journalist. I'm just telling you what I love. And I love this album. It's so freaking good. For all you music fans out there who claim to be Music lovers. I'm a music lover. I love music. I don't listen to anything after 1992. Shut up. Go get this album. This might be the gateway for you to start listening and get off your bag of bones, meaning your ass, and listen to 
new rock music because this is the shit, my friends. This is where it's at. All right, everybody. I'm Jay Scott. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us wherever you podcast. Write us a review. We'll talk again soon. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.